I'm not saying that don't go and work because if you don't work, you don't eat. Right. But you don't have to satis- you don't have to be satisfied where you're working. Mm-hmm. You just got you just using that as a mean right. uh, to get where you want to go. But right. never give up your your gifts, your talent, you know what I'm saying, your experience. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Right. It's your gift, right. your talent, right. your skill set. Yours truly, the real Gianna Petty. You are tapped in to another episode of Level Up, and um, we're excited to be back before you here today. So excited because we have a gentleman that I look up to, a great friend, a great mentor, a high-powered businessman, and yeah, we're excited to be here. Welcome, welcome, Mr. Proctor, Peter Proctor. I I take it as an honor to just be here with you, G. She'll, she'll tell y'all what Jeep is after a while, but I yeah. refer to her as Jeep because she got it going on. She can go anywhere she want to go, so there's no terrain, there's no road, there's no snow, there's no sweater, weather that she cannot roll on. So let's do it, Jeep. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I'll give you the opportunity a little bit to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and oh, okay. get some good, okay, good, okay. Some good stuff. For those who don't know, I am Peter Proctor Jr., a.k.a. Mr. J-Bo, for the last past 38 years. I've been marketing a multimedia icon character by the name of Mr. J-Bo, and it's basically uh, the mission of Mr. J-Bo is to instill a professional attitude in the mind of young people to be in for a better tomorrow. But I'm more excited today because we have grown into a space that is just out of this world, and that is the crypto market. Mm-hmm. So we have an opportunity right now. We're launching uh, the Mr. J. Bo uh, crypto trading cards. Matter of fact, I got one on right now. If you meet me, I'm gonna run up on you and I'm gonna share this with you. And nice. I'm gonna let you scan. And guess what? You can find our website just like that and go purchase a trading card for your kids. The whole objective is to uh, inspire the kids to read, write, count, and to think for themselves. The it. ultimate goal is teaching them how to save and wealth building. Mm-hmm. And they can do that through gamification, through the ventures of Mr. J-Bo Logos and the Buckeye. All so right. basically, in a nutshell, that's what it is. Good deal. Awesome, awesome. So when I was on the, when I, in the introduction, I wanted to mention that you are a world changer because that type of information right there and those things are really world changing. I like it. And I like how you emphasize for children because that's where we have to start, you know? Most, we gotta start most, most, with most, the kids. most definitely. I, w- I was, if anybody wants to know how I was so inspired was the fact that having children. Right. Mr. Jebo really did not take off until I had children. Mm-hmm. And that was my mission that if I couldn't teach them anything, else and they can say one thing right. to their children when they grow up they can say my daddy made sure that I know how to read write count mm-hmm. and think for myself mm-hmm. and the other thing was hey uh, we didn't come from a generational wealth mm-hmm. individuals when you talk about monetary but right. we had wisdom and knowledge and work ethics in our family from my parents right. and I was blessed to break off I was I broke off and I did not want to be <laughs> uh, a worker to branch out to be anybody's slave. I mean, right. When you work for somebody and you're exclusively working for somebody, mm-hmm. you know, you're so much, you're somewhat a slave to them mm-hmm. unless you got something that you own of your own right. that you can break off 
and do your thing. So generational wealth was the next thing. Mm -hmm. So my dream was one day to own a bank and through decentralization, mm -hmm. nice. we can get caught up in some private banking. And we there, we working on that, huh? Oh yeah, you got it going on there, G. <laughs> we there. So you said two things that I want to kind of pull out. You mentioned that you didn't get inspired on certain levels until you had kids. But is there any advice you could give to people who don't have kids? Because I have a few friends who have mentioned to me like how they feel like they don't have they don't feel like they have a reason to go harder, if that makes sense. And they're like, maybe I need to have some kids or something. So is there any advice that you can give somebody that doesn't have kids that still should go hard? You well, know? first of all, if you do not have any chilling children <laughs> or chilling kids or whatever yeah. you want to call them, I call them crumb snatchers. <laughs> My kids are young, I call them crumb snatchers. Uh -huh. But I would say that to the ones that do not have any children, uh, you are in a good place because right. you can build your business before you build your house. And that's scripture. Mm. If you can build your business, then you can pay for any house, any expenses, any lifestyle. But once you bring children into the equation, you're going to have to sacrifice. If you have love, you have to sacrifice. Right. So, and that sacrifice is going to take about 18 to 21 years. Mm. So if you have kids, you're going to have to set something back for 18, 21 years because you don't have to share and build two lives right. today as well as tomorrow. Right. So go hard before you have kids, okay? Go hard. I, I speak it. from experience. Yeah, go, go hard before you have kids and be selective. Just don't go out there and, and uh, you should love everybody. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And just because you love somebody do not mean you have to marry. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I did not get married until I was about uh, in my late thirties, you know, about mm. around about thirty-eight. Good advice, right there. Yeah, so I was I was <laughs> traveling. I was doing what I want early yeah. in life. I, for some reason, I was predestined mm -hmm. in my mindset on what I wanted to do. So I really didn't have a a social life. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't right. out there partying hard. You know, right. I wasn't abusing my body. The only thing I was doing was abusing my mind and stretching my imagination, stretching my resources. Because hey, you know, at the end of the day, I'm self-made. You know. I'm nice. saying made, so I'm 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 a cash flow king. I know cash how to survive. Flow king. Yeah, I know how to survive. <laughs> so being single is a good thing, and if you got a family in your mind, that's going to happen because right. once you see things in place, you're going to be and say, "Hey, I need to share this with somebody." Right. But if you don't have anything, how can you share anything? Mm. If you don't have anything, how can you share anything? Right, that's because good. first law of nature is self-preservation. Mm. I like that. Yeah. That's good stuff. So going going back a little bit, you mentioned you didn't get married till late thirties or thirties. How did it? Well, what did it look like when you started out? Because you mentioned too, you had family that were a family of people who worked maybe for other people. So did you start out working for people, or did you just instantly get into like working for yourself? Well, and well the, the your first institution is what your parents established for you. Right. So I come from working parents. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I was I was blessed. But one thing about coming from a working family, they're slighted. They're not open to take the risks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So uh I'm not saying that don't go and work because if you don't work you don't eat. Right. But you don't have to satis you don't have to be satisfied where you're working. Mm -hmm. you just that you just using that as a means 
right. uh, to get where you want to go. But right. never give up your your gifts, your talent, you know what I'm saying, your experience. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's where the money is. Mm -hmm. Right. It's your gifts, right. your talent, right. your skill set. So, you know, I like how um, I've heard this saying for a long time. It says a, a job is a good place to start, but a bad place to finish. Oh, most definitely. Right. The, the, best, the best place to finish is living out the fulfillment of what God called you to be. One thing about it is we're already, I, you know, somebody might think I'm crazy, but I think every child that is born is already predestined. Mm -hmm. If the parents has a history, there's a, a, a lineage that's already predestined for that child that they will accomplish way faster, quicker because it's already in them. Mm -hmm. I tell my kids, everything I've already accomplished, uh, you have already accomplished because right. it's done. Right. You can walk in it because I would prove to you that it's in you. Right. I'm saying that other thing is what God has given them, the vision that God has given them, but they should not forsake where they came from, mm -hmm. especially if it's a good seed. Right. Very true. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, let's see. Oh, I want to get some clarity real quick about the job thing. I'm not knocking a job at all. I still work a job to this day. Um, but because and I know that some people enjoy their jobs and do and, and like what they do. So I just want to get clarity. Like I'm not saying that job is a bad thing. We have to have people who work jobs. That's how the world goes around. Um, but, you know, for those of you who don't want to continue to stay in that place, it's a good place to start, just a bad place to finish. So absolutely, yeah, I, 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 absolutely. Though, you know, only somebody need jobs is kids. True, I, I like that. Grown, like grown folks need adventure. Kids need a job because uh, when you when you grow up, you you have moved on to the next level. So if you have a child's mind when you grown, then it's almost like being retarded. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You you miss something. Because that's what you're supposed to do is grow up. Right. So jobs is for Evolve. children, it's for kids. Cut the grass. Right. Clean your room. You know, mm -hmm. uh, help around the house. Those are the things, the building blocks that a kid would do. But uh, I think that the last two gener generations of kids have seemed like they were, were spoiled to the point that they would walk past the garbage. Mm. They won't clean up their room. They won't cut the grass. They won't do those things because they feel like you got to pay them to do that. Mm. But until they learn, that's responsibility. <laughs> right. Until they learn how to put their hands on something or use their energy to benefit themselves and others, mm -hmm. they will probably never ever be successful. Matter of fact, mm -hmm. matter of fact they probably couldn't be an entrepreneur. Oh yeah, because because no. you got to be self motivated to to own your own business, and that goes back to self preservation. Like yes, sir. Right, yes, sir. right. Yes, sir. So, from my experience, my knowledge, um, you have paved the way in a lot of ways here in this city of Huntsville, and um, and in a lot of other areas as well. But I know for sure here in this city. So, I want to ask you, um, what is what is one of your biggest, I guess, failures, and what did you learn from it? My biggest failure in life was trusting people too soon mm -hmm. for the right reason. Gotcha. You know, and, and I think everybody has to go through this. It's it's part of especially if you if you if you are a kind hearted person, you're a good hearted person, 
uh, nine times out of ten, if you believe that you didn't create yourself, that God is in your life, you don't worry about basic things because God already told you you're going to have some food, you're going to have some clothes, you're going to have some shelter. Right. So that we already got those things. It's the extra stuff that we don't have. Mm -hmm. So uh, I didn't mind early in life sharing what I had because I wasn't materialistic because I was trying to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, all of my assets to the average individuals are like individual uh, invisible assets, meaning okay. it's something that we as an African-American community don't even think is an asset. Mm. You know what I'm so how they look at me on paper is different than how my family who is not into investments or not into trying to protect yourself legally, not trying to stay out of tax problems, this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. So I have things that is what they consider to be an intellectual problem. Right. Something that I can put apart in my state. Mm -hmm. If I don't achieve it in my lifetime, my children, children, children can still have something that they own. So, so what I learned about the free enterprise is that that is what America offers all of its citizens. Right. To engage in the free enterprise I system. I love that too. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's, that is a... Uh, it's almost more than a privilege. It's 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 a, it's a natural right in America for everybody to pursue mm -hmm. their own dreams, their aspirations. Right. You know what I'm saying so. So that's very important that we take advantage of. If you don't have any money, did God give you an idea? Right. That's still it, money. Right. Because if you take that idea and take it out of your mind. You know, grind till till you purify it out of your heart. Mm -hmm. It's going to manifest. When it manifests, it's your creation that God has given you, right. and it's uniquely yours. Mm -hmm. So it's left up to you to find out how you're going to take it, right? And eat with it. See, that's what you're going to eat from is the gift, the talents, the ideas, the dreams, the visions that God gives you. Mm -hmm. That's a natural, but we forsake those things. Because people say, well, if you don't have $100,000, you can't do this. Well, I got a $100,000 in human capital. Mm -hmm. Right now, I can go to my phone and I can find right. somebody who can do anything I need to get done. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of me cutting the deal. Do you want money? Do you want what I know? Right. Do you, do you want an asset? Those or, resources or, are right. So, so that's how we make it. So I think it's... It, we, it's like a mirage in America. We think that money, capital, is going to be the energy. Mm. You know, capital is the tool. Right. The energy comes from the human capital. You're a human capital. Right. <laughs> You're a human capital. So that's what it's all about. And so that's what I'm so excited about is that before, this, before decentralization got here, I was operating like that. Mm. I wasn't trying to be out here trying to flash, I was trying to be out here for the government to say, hey, Peter Proctor, you do man, look, I've been poor and in the way you look at it for most of my life because the rules were stacked up against me. Mm -hmm. So I had to find another way to build wealth mm -hmm. that I can legitimately claim on paper. Mm -hmm. So uh, I look at my life, 38 years of being in business and being R&D, research and development. Mm -hmm. So I'm worked out, I'm not going to say but I can say that if anybody took an evaluation on all of the things that is packaged, not in my head, but packaged, 
been out and tested, marketed. You see the failures. You see everything. Right. And so that's what R&D pay for. They pay for the things that don't work. Mm. Tell me what don't work. Because I don't know what work. <laughs> tell me what don't work. So they need to give with me and I can tell you what don't work. <laughs> awesome. That's good stuff. So, okay. You said that human capital, right? Or intellectual property and things of that nature. What would you suggest to people to tap into that and like actually move forward, I guess, take action and start understanding how that can develop maybe into their lives? Well, we're gonna make it real easy. You see this, y'all go get y'all one of these little Mr. J-Bo trading cards. Go get one of these right here. And if you get one of these right here, this is what I do. Whatever idea, whatever dream, whatever vision you have, I can literally package it in such a way that it, it becomes a real asset and it becomes yours. And you take it out and market it. For, for instance, uh, Mr. Jabo crypto trading cards are built off what the Bible said that in the beginning was a word and, and is with the word that God what created everything, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine if it's good enough for God, why can't it be good enough for you? Is that I take your words seriously. Mm -hmm. Because without you framing those words, there won't be anything. Right. So if everybody had a word that they can stand on and they claim that word, right? Mm -hmm. That can become a product or a byproduct of the collective. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's where you get cliches, catchphrases. Right. You know, the phrases that pays. Right. You put words on t-shirts, stuff like that. But we're living in a time that now because that is becoming NFTs. Right. You can take something and make an NFT and it can look like garbage. <laughs> but if you package it right, right, you can say, well, I'm going to sell that to somebody who what made me want to participate in my campaign. Mm -hmm. So my idea was to reverse what Nike did. Okay. Nike created a logo and that logo was put on everything and that logo was attached to famous people mm -hmm. but Nike would never allow anybody else to use their logo to market a product to come up on them. Right. I created Miss David logos not only to just market my ideas but to help somebody else who have an idea right. to be able to say well hey you can use this because, of course, I'm concerned, Mr. J is so famous. You put that logo on anything. Mm -hmm. So somebody will say, hey, that's different. You know, oh, I saw that. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, I want to support you now. Right. So I want to, I want to tell everybody that you have a good idea. Mm -hmm. And let's get your idea to the marketplace. I love it. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what I'm about. I'm, I'm, I'm not about making money off one person. I'm about if I made a penny off what? millions of people right i'll be doing what they're doing today where you can go buy crypto less than a penny right and become what a multi-millionaire in a matter of months right so it's about the penny business and i think that that's what i'm excited about about now mm -hmm. reaching out to kids because you are a, a full-grown woman a mother if i came to you and say hey uh 
here's a dollar, you might look at him, well, Mr. Proctor, I don't know how much buying power I got with this dollar. <laughs> uh, give it to uh, Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? He might can, can say that, but right now, you giving me a hundred. Really, I need a hundred. I need a thousand. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we can now help kids take dollars and pennies and let, and show them that from one penny it can compound in 31 days and become right. 10 million dollars. And that's right. a, that's is mathematically correct. Right, right. So right. that's why we get our kids involved, and, and and parents can encourage their kids to start saving because now the parent knows that in in 18 years, you, if your kids are involved in crypto today, when your kid turn 18 years old, mm -hmm. they rich. Right. It, it, it's so, no if it, it hands down. Guaranteed, right? Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So, 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 even though you are grown, don't discount the dollar because you got some people. Say, Man, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I don't walk past pennies. If I'm walking down the street and I'm on and I see somebody, somebody throws some change, mm -hmm. I grab that change because right. I can take something that somebody else don't want, mm -hmm. and I take those pennies or nickels or dimes or quarters, and I I take them and I buy crypto. What did it cost me? Right. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So these trading cards are going to be a way for the kids to soak up all of their little pennies they walk around. Now, mom and daddy and the kids will say, now nah, we ain't walking past none of this. But <laughs> guess what? Y'all can put that in part of y'all's collection and buy some mistakes trading cards. Nice. So that's that's the beauty of it. That's nice. the beauty of it. Awesome. Awesome. So tap me in with the J-Bo trading cards. If you're trying to figure out where to go next, what to do, how to tap into, whatever it is that you might want to tap into, or if you just haven't figured it out yet, right? Right. And, um, and I roll I roll with you. If 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 you believe, I'm foolish enough to believe in you. But <laughs> you got to tell me you believe first. Right. You tell me you believe, then I'm gonna be the fool to keep coming to uh did you not say? Mm -hmm. Right. And so until you tell me that you don't believe. Right. All right. So I want to go back to when you said your biggest failure was trusting people too soon. Right. What would be some advice? What did you change, and what would you suggest now? Like now that you've learned that, what would you suggest, or what did you change? And to the number one thing is uh, trust is the hardest thing yeah, to I, get. I got a problem. <laughs> trust is the hardest thing. To get and, and it's nothing that you give anybody. Trust is something that you earn, mm -hmm. and and in the world that we're living in right now, um, before I trust you, you have to show me what you're working with. Okay. I say so. I have to be able to see it. I hear it. Mm -hmm. Smell it. <laughs> taste it. All 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 the senses better be at work. So if all the senses at work, I'm going to believe you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I can trust. I'm, it's not like, well, hey, I got this great idea. And then you turn around and said, uh, and I asked what it is. You said, well, I can't tell you because I think you're going to study. So number one, trust wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So I'm gone anyway. Right. You know okay. what I'm saying? But if you say, well, hey, this is what it is. And I can exercise those senses. Mm -hmm. Then I say, hey, let's roll with it. And, and it doesn't matter how much it is. So that's one thing that's stupid about me mm -hmm. is money is not <laughs> the um, you you don't need 
money to be successful. Right. I'm going to just say that. Mm -hmm. Somebody else out there will probably say you need money to be successful. But you can't eat money. I need turnip greens <laughs> and collard greens, pinto beans, right. macaroni and cheese, <laughs> and chicken more than I need money. Yeah. I mean, success is defined in different ways. So it just Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 the bottom line is just because somebody have uh, uh, the money to invest in you don't mean that they're the right partner for you. Right. Remember, trust. Mm, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so if you find somebody say, I got money and I confront you or whatever, you may have money, but you have no integrity. Mm -hmm. You have no commitment. Right. You know what I'm saying? You do not have my interest at heart. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so um, I trusted what people said that they were going to do without me putting all my senses, you know, through the uh, test. Mm -hmm. you know, so now, you know, uh, I can love you, I can like you, but I don't have to be involved in your business. And, right. and I tell people the best way to be a good business person is to stay out of everybody else's uh, way. Mm -hmm. Stay out of their way. Okay. You know so you let them keep on going. If it's meant for you to uh, engage with them, mm -hmm. you're going to meet at another junction. Right. But let them uh, don't get in their way because then they run over you. You know right. what I'm saying? Every, everybody not on the same frequency. Right. You know, but you yourself, you know, I've been watching Jeep for who for a long time. <laughs> and I think uh, early in her life, she kind of underestimated her gifts, her talents. And sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I think she's still kind of like, well, I don't know, I don't know. But I can tell you right now is that uh, you got a book called The Boss, right? It's Becoming a Verified Boss Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Up hundreds. Once you start to gain your clarity, you never lose focus. Never lose focus.